Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, I've noticed with a lot of GMs, their story revolves normally around you're at a bar, some guy stares you down, and he sells you a map or he wants you to go do something. And then after that, it becomes this very same thing of, oh, hey, I got to go here, I got to go here, and I got to go here. There's no sense of player agency so you kind of railroad them to where you want them to go as a dm and there's not a lot of oh hey we actually chose to go here that then got us here right it's like the worst part of a it's basically like you're playing you're quote unquote playing a book yeah you don't get real a choice you have to play a book and so, um, yeah, so what a railroad is exactly that because you, if you go off of that predetermined area, the, the train derails. So I guess your question more is how do you not do that? How do you not do that? Okay. So if I am running a game, what I like to do is I try to find at least three, sometimes I'll aim for four different options to take a player where they need to go. And I actually will just draw it out. I'll take a piece of paper. And I'll start with the hook, which, of course, sadly, is probably the guy staring you down in the tavern. Now, I try to do a better job than that, but you have to have a single event that is causing your players to get involved. Yeah. And then um, off of that event, though, what I would like to do is not just have the guy go, oh, we'll check out the Erie Castle on the hill, because now you've railroaded your players. They have to check the Erie Castle. There's nothing they can do except What do you want to do? I'm going to go dig in every garbage bin and look for clues. Well, uh, that doesn't make any sense. I have go no idea. Go check the Erie Castle. Go I check the Erie yeah, Exactly. I told you what to do. But that's the problem. You told me what to do. Mm-hmm. What I want is an option of what to do, right? Yeah. And so what I will do is I'll build out three or four choices. And so if my hook is there, my hook might say, um, you know, he might have a piece of paper for me. And on the piece of paper, hastily scrawled is something like, Castle on the hill, a guy's name, um, maybe another location, and maybe an idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, it's even more dramatic if right after they get hired or kind of negotiate or even before they've negotiated that something weird happens and that guy dies. Or is gone. He might still be alive, but you don't know that yet. Well, no, like a dramatic. Yeah. Something dramatic, like. Because what's cool about that is all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, now the lights went out and maybe some sh- like some stuff went down. Like there's a lot of commotion. And the next thing you know, when the lights finally come back on. You see his body or he's yeah. gone. And obviously, it's easier to do with electricity. But you know what I mean? Like if you could, you know, maybe there's like a... You, magical darkness spell. Magical darkness spell is a great example. Or even like a, um, a wind, of, you know, like a, a gust of to wind. Knock all the torches knocks, out. Knocks everything out. And by the time stuff finally gets done, like all that's left is this maybe this crumpled piece of paper, and he's gone. Oh, okay. So what's going on? Well, on the on the piece of paper is these four things, three things. And then what I would do on my in my own is I would actually plot out those three things. And I I don't also like to do like oh you went to one thing and now you have one thing, and you went to one thing and now you have one thing. Have I, three things lead to three things. Have lead yes. to three things that eventually close down into where one thing. Yeah, it's but, kind of like a funnel, and it's like a reverse funnel where you start out narrow and you go wide, and then it goes back into a funnel, and then you go back down to narrow again. And so, and I will have dead ends. I will have clues that seemingly go nowhere. Now I won't do that all the time, but I will have, you know, so maybe he's got this list and he's got the castle. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you go to the castle and there's nothing there. Like, you search it, there's just no one there, no one's yeah. been there, it just seems, it's okay. 
Then you go do something else. And as you're talking to so-and-so, that person tells you about this very specific thing in the castle that you probably couldn't notice or maybe you failed to come across it the first time. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like a secret door per se, but like if you stand here and say these magic words, an actual physical portal will open. Or there's a whole entire dungeon or something underneath the castle, but the castle doesn't have the the entrance to it. Exactly. You got to go around the castle, the back, other side, something like that. Anyway, the point is... Um, you create these things where maybe they feed on each other. So if you did it in the wrong order, you got to go back. Mm-hmm. I don't like to do that a lot either because it just kind of feels like a. if you've ever played the game Mega Man, you have nine choices, but in reality, you only had one, one. And you only really have one way to play that game. And the only way you would ever know that is by failing so many times yeah. or just cheating. And the internet wasn't a thing when Mega Man came out. So anyway, not to devolve on that, but you yeah. don't want to have that but experience you either. You could have... Oh, we went to the castle. Nothing's here. But if we do a really good search check, you might find little manuscripts pointing you to that there's a dungeon underneath. And then you could have them try to figure out that there's a dungeon of the entrance to that from there without having to go back to town. Exactly. You could do that. You could also, um, in, in terms of the entire thing rolling out, what I would like to do is, so when they talk to so-and-so, that person has maybe two leads. Um, and then those leads might lead to one or two other things. Some of those might just lead to one thing and that one thing's a dead end. So that whole track dies. So what I like to do is I literally just grab a piece of paper and I just draw little squares. And the first mm-hmm. square I write, whatever the hook's going to be, right? So George has a piece of paper, uh, d- darkness spell, he gets kidnapped. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I have the castle. I have so-and-so. I have this book that they have to find, and I have maybe another location. Cool. They go, and they decide to go to the castle first. Fine. Castle has no... in. They just talked about castle has no ability to get to the dungeon underneath from up top, and maybe that just looks like a dead end, so we just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. They go talk to so-and-so. So-and-so mentions uh, a book in a library that's really hard to find that's not around there, and maybe um, one other thing. Maybe he sends them off on a side quest, and if they get that, then he can give them some sort of potion or something that could help find the guy. You know, you can think about it any way you want. And then, um, so they got to go find a book. They already have another book they need to go find, so maybe it makes sense to go find both those books now. They find them, they read through them, and maybe with enough of a lore check or a history or some sort of check, they can determine a piece of information that tells them, oh, wait, there used to be a dungeon that had a secret entrance on the west side to get into the, the dungeon of that castle that we were at. Perfect. And then maybe the other book um, doesn't really have as much information as you think they do, but it can come into play later if they've read it. And then the last option would be this other place. Like maybe it was like maybe they need to go investigate the mayor's home because something's weird and shady there. So they go to the mayor of the town's home and there they run into like three or four people. Really only maybe two of them have certain pieces of information, but their pieces of information are broken. They're not complete. So, you know, they heard about the kidnapping and they know that people, there's like a cave nearby where people have been stolen before, have been locked away. Maybe he's there. And then the other person tells you, you know, maybe something else about that cave, that that cave has a secret entrance and a secret like doorway that you really need to find. Otherwise it doesn't really, it just looks like a normal cave. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you can see how this all goes. And then you just keep, that's like, now we're on what, level two of the, of that. So now I would start, maybe I would do, so the next level, I'm just going to start moving them back down, right? I'm going to start 
this is a dead end. This doesn't go anywhere. Yep, that cave does have a thing, but there's no one actually in it. Um, or maybe you do find the guy, but he doesn't have any other information for you. So cool, you found the guy before he gets killed, but doesn't help progress the game along, um, which is good. I mean, you, you should find the guy. But, uh, you know, so or at least his corpse or something. Right? Or something. I mean, you kind of have to get paid unless he paid you in advance. Right. I mean, it may be the, 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 there's enough treasure involved that you get paid because of that. But mm-hmm. um, so the point is, then I would start, you know, maybe I would go. The first step is three things. The second step is maybe five to seven things. The third step down, the third level down would be maybe five things, maybe four things. And then we're going to move into like three things. And then we're going to move into everything culminating and pointing to the last thing. thing. Now, what I want to say about that really quick, sounds like a throwaway line, but it's really not. I plan my encounter with the big bad and I want to get the room perfect. doesn't matter where the room is. I can almost picture the room going anywhere. So it doesn't really matter where I end up having to put it if I have to impromptu move it. Because, you know, you guys did something weird. Uh, but I like to plan out what the room's going to look like. And then I can move it anywhere I want it to be. And then what's nice is I'll have certain, I don't know, maybe your um, maybe you're doing like a homebrew villain or something like that. And that villain is impervious to certain types of weapons and you won't know that unless you read that other book that we just that i mm-hmm. dropped a long time ago and it's like oh wait that thing's a blah 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 you read about this in that book some of your dead ends might not be dead ends exactly it's just helpful information for when you get to the last couple points for you to go easier right yeah so it's not like you couldn't like if you decided not to go down one of the branches it's not like it's impossible to find anything and that's the big key piece I try to make sure that if you followed even like two branches, you could still find the the room where the big bad is. You can solve the mystery. You can solve the entire game, but it's not as easy for you to do. So I think of it, I actually think about tabletop kind of like a video game. It's like, yes, if you don't do any of the side quests and you just speed run through it, you can beat the guy potentially. It might take you an hour or two and all of your resources. Mm-hmm. Or you could take some time and do the side quests and level up and have and show up like 10 to 15 levels yeah. higher than you would if you speed run through it, which means that it's a lot easier to deal with. Mm-hmm. So that's how I deal with uh, player choice and agency in a game. And it's because I like to give them a lot of choices, but I still control. It's not a full sandbox environment. Yeah. You control the end point in the beginning, and then you give them helpful nudges to how to get to the end point in between. Exactly. And all the way through. And then they have the choice where I can say, well, what do you want to do? It's not like, well, I guess I have one thing to do. It's like, well, I have four things to do. And another pro tip on this before we go, um, you could actually make one or two of those time sensitive against each other. So if you do one, you can't do the other. Yes. So your players have to choose and they can't do all of them. Or they could split the party. (laughs) Because that never goes wrong. Uh Uh-huh. So... Anyway, that's how I would do it. Makes sense. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.